What if you post the ugly, post you without makeup, post you when things, when you're crying, post the ugly. And again, these are all points of views. I don't think they're ugly, but in this reality, I'm saying the ugly. You get what I'm saying. I mean, I think that's beautiful. You without makeup. And I love wearing makeup. And I will post myself without makeup. You get what I'm saying. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hi, girls, and welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. Your girl, Joanna Vargas, is here, and we're going to get real. Today's show is all about let's get real about getting real. I want to jump right into the meat of it today. I'm not going to be reading a review. Um, I just, I'm getting the awareness to jump right into it. In the last nine months of the pandemic, I have interviewed over 100 guests of all ages on my Instagram channels. I've interviewed 12-year-olds all the way to 74-year-olds, which is my dad. And that interview chat is coming out next week. So that one's going to be a good one. And I have different businesses on Instagram or, you know, they have different channels. And all those channels within the nine months, my team and I, we've been interviewing and talking to so many people. And I am so grateful because it has really helped me receive information from individuals, what they're thinking about, what they're knowing. It's really helped me like get a, a survey. You know, it's like, you know, you email out a survey monkey and you get back information. And by doing these chats, that's what I've received from that. And this is the biggest thing that I've learned from talking to over 100 guests. And most of them are strangers. And it's like, here comes an Instagram live. I've never seen this person talk to this person. Go and have a chat. You can learn so much by doing that. And the biggest thing that I've taken away from all of that is only a small percentage of us are really willing and open to being vulnerable and willing to invite us in to their darkness. I'm going to say that one more time. Out of 100, I can remember maybe two or three of them that really had their walls and barriers down that really were open to having a quote-unquote real conversation. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're like, Joanna, I was one of those 100, they've all been phenomenal, really. Like, I would say 99% have all been phenomenal. Maybe one was like, eh. Phenomenal. Chats, interviews, people all over the world, like, wow. And only a very small percent in my awareness and intuition 
was able to pick up that they were really showing me the darkness. And I started to, you know, ask questions about that. What is that? What, I, you know, Miss Curiosity Girl, what is that? Because as a coach, as a mentor, as a facilitator, as a teacher, I always want to understand the human psyche. I'm like obsessed with the human psyche of what makes people do what they do. And with those questions, I started to ask, and I'm getting a little more awareness day by day, even more, even more, even so that I've been intrigued for over 20, 30 years on the human psyche, I'm still getting more information. And today I want to bring you into my darkness and remind you that we're all of it. Girls, you are all of it. And what I'm realizing is that we're trying to only be the pretty parts all the time. And let me tell you, that is freaking exhausting. I've been that girl before. I can still choose to be her and I still do, which I'm going to bring you into my darkness of why I'm exhausted because I was showing the pretty for like more often than I was showing the darkness. And just yesterday, I'm asking a couple clients, I'm starting a new small, intimate business coaching group, which I've wanted to do for a long time. And I'm, you know, have the time and the the space to do it right now. And again, getting surveys, asking people, what is it that you need right now? What is required for your business to move it forward? And this is the biggest thing that I'm getting back from the gals. Joanna, I just want to know how you do it. Like, how do you have no fear? And I'm like, okay, but I totally get what she's, what she's saying or what they're saying. And I'm like, really? I have fear every freaking second. As I'm doing this podcast right now, I'm fearful. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to talk about? Just put on the headphones, Joanna, and talk. So I'm like, how do I package this? How do I, what is it? that is holding us back from this like perfectionism fear that we have to show the pretty all the time, most of the time. And that's why they're exhausted. And that's why they're not moving forward. I'm like, how do I teach? How do I maneuver my clients? How do I guide them so that they are the hero and that they can choose? Because I'm not the hero in this. They've got to be the hero. They've got to choose it. What is it? And what I'm getting is that we were taught from being a very, very young girl, and I hope things are changing. I don't know. We'll see what happens. The pretty, and not just the pretty as in I'm beautiful, as in pretty as a girl. I mean, as in the pretty parts of life. Only show the pretty parts. Don't let people into the darkness. I remember hearing this saying when I was a young girl, and even in my teens and adult years was, don't air out your dirty laundry. And I took that to heart. My uncles would say that, you know, just people around me in the family, like let's say we're at Christmas and it's a family gathering and you start talking to somebody, having a conversation about things that are not pretty. And my uncle would overhear and say, don't air out your dirty laundry. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, be good. Don't say anything bad. Say all the good pretty parts. And now I'm looking back like that was such a lie and I bought it. Nothing to impugn on him. I totally get he was in 
the best of interest to want to help me, to want to, you know, move the family forward. I totally get it. And that teaches us that when we show the ugly dark side, the not so fun parts that we are lying. And that's like a huge reason of why we're not moving forward. Why we're so scared to just post a damn photo on Instagram. It's just a photo. Like when you really think about it, girls, it's just an Instagram live. It's just a video. It's just human beings. Like, are you serious that we're that afraid for a live? And I'm not here to impugn on your fear because I was there. I did a 30-day Facebook live challenge two years ago just so that I can get rid of that stupid fear. And I say stupid because it's just like funny now. It's so hilarious that I was afraid of a little camera. That's like, you know, I'm trying to think of like the percentage of how big it is compared to my body. I'm way bigger than that phone. I'm afraid of the phone. I'm afraid of this video. I can go on a live video and it's like nothing to me. But I had to do it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times so that there's no point of view anymore about that live video. It does not have power over me. I am way bigger than that Instagram live. What is holding us back? So let's get real. I'm going to bring you into my darkness. And we are all of it. You are light, girls, and you are dark. You can be happy and you can be sad. You can be a sweet girl and you can be a nasty girl. You can be a beautiful, nice, open girl. And you can also be and choose bitch. We can choose all of it. And the moment we only choose the pretty parts removes our potency removes our bigness. It removes how amazing and phenomenal we are. And then we choose small. By being the nice all the time, removes the small. And for my girls that are thinking, well, Joanna, I choose that. I choose the mean. I choose the bitch. Cool. How can we even up that? And are we hiding behind that as well? Let's go in a little bit deeper, but let's go into the darkness. I didn't record a podcast interview for the last week and a half. And this is what was going on. I fell, meaning I'm exhausted. It's been nine months of this pandemic, of living alone, healing a wounded heart of heartbreak, feeling betrayed, um, missing my mom, closing a business that was my baby. There was a lot of loss this year and I kept going and I kept going and I was honoring my body. I did give myself grace and I am so proud of myself for that. Yes, Joanna, you are amazing. And I hit a wall. After the nine months, I'm like, I've been doing greatly for nine months and now I'm tired. I am exhausted. It's hitting me. The grief is hitting me. And I have a virus called the Epstein Barr virus, EPV. EBV. I said P. <laughs> EBV. 
Some of you may have heard of this before. And some of you, when I tell people, I would say 90% have never heard of this. And it lives in the mono family, in the herpes family. And so it can flare up. It, uh, it's like, let's say you have herpes and you have it forever, but it doesn't always mean you have it. It just can flare up. That's the EBV. Epstein-Barr virus can live in your body and then it'll flare up with stress, with grief, with toxins, things of that nature. And for the last couple of weeks, I finished a big event. We took it virtual and it did not turn out the way I wanted it to. Uh, a lot of changes are going on in the business and I started to feel the EBV come back on and I know what it feels like. It feels like exhaustion. Uh, I can't walk upstairs and I will be winded. Like literally, like I felt like I ran a marathon after walking up 10 stairs and I'm like, Oh, it's coming back on. And I haven't had it for the last two years. And every week I go for a like high dose vitamin shot. I take adrenaline shots. I do uh, my daily vitamins. I see two doctors a month. I mean, I really take care of myself. And yet that's how I know I'm that exhausted. And I gave myself grace and I gave myself time and I didn't record this podcast. So I'm bringing you into my darkness to let you know, even though you see me on Instagram and I'm still walking, I'm still going, I am not my 100% Joanna. This is the getting back up. You're watching me get back up because I'm not up yet. I'm like a little bit. I'm putting one leg up out of the circle, out of the little hole that I'm in, and I'm not out yet. This is so much better. Thank God I'm not where I used to be because this would before look like months and months of in the hole. And choosing pathetic and choosing self-pity and choosing, you know, fear and then getting back up later. And now it's taken me, you know, a week. And I've fallen. I've shared some of that on the podcast here. But this one is a bigger one. This is nine months of exhaustion where before it was just like, oh, I kind of took a, a day and I fell. And I'm like, this is a bigger one. And are you faking it? girls are you are you not choosing the ugly and the dark so that you can stay in the pretty most of the time so that you don't fall and this is what i'm getting i choose bigness a lot so that i feel like when i fall i fall hard cuz i go so high which others would call that bipolar which is ridiculous i mean i call bs on that i'm not bipolar my whole life, people tried to label me as bipolar. And I'm like, I'm not crazy. I'm not bipolar. Not saying that bipolar people are crazy, but they also wanted to tell me that I was crazy. And I really want to share that story on, on another podcast about, you know, things that I've been through with that and, and knowing that I was not bipolar, knowing that I did not need medication, knowing that I should not be in a crazy mental institution. I just knew that I chose big. And when I went so high, sometimes I fall low because having a business and losing it is a big, it can be a big deal. And so many people won't choose it because they don't want to lose it and they don't want to fall. So if I don't choose it, then I can't fall. If I stay safe and in the pretty, then it can't get dark. 
And sometimes when you put the light on so brightly and when you turn it off just a little bit, you can tell the difference. And that's where I am right now. My light was shining so brightly that even if it dims a little bit, it felt exhausting. And the little dimming got dimmer and dimmer within the nine months. And I know where I am right now. I'm so proud of myself and that I'm not falling all the way to zero. Let's say I'm at 100. Now I just go down to 90, 80. But even though that 90, 80, I can feel it. Where before I would go to 100 down to zero quickly. And then I was just like dead to the world. So even though I go down a 10, 20, 30, 40 notches, it is higher than I used to do before. And this is all with choosing and learning as I go. And here's an interesting thing. I've been dating. I've been on the dating apps and talking to a lot of different guys and learning a lot about myself and going out on dates. And the most common sentence that I've heard from these men are, wow, Joan, I've never met a girl like you. And I'm like, really? You're in your 40s. You've never met a girl like me? That means that you've been dating for 34, I don't, I don't know, 30 years since you were 10. I'm just guessing, right? Had little girlfriends or whatever. You've never met a girl like I am? What does that mean? You know, and I'm not saying this. I'm thinking this. So I would ask them like, oh, what does that mean? Well, you're just, you just are, you say it the way it is. You tell me what you would like. And I'm like, that's so different. <laughs> you know, really? That's it? <laughs> and then they'll say, and no joke. Every single one has said this. I am not, exa I'm not exaggerating. I've talked to probably 50. I'm not joking. 50. I mean, you just put it out there and you just see, you know, which ones land. And out of those 50, I probably went on like two dates, right? But you talk to all of them. You have texts and you go back and forth. And I see that when I start to say what I would like, and I think I say it sweetly, you know, little winky face, and this is what I would like. And uh, let's say, for example, a guy says, text me if you want to go out on Saturday. And I write back, I would really like it if you asked me out to a restaurant, on uh, to a specific place on Saturday, and you tell me the time, winky face, okay, like a little flirt. Some guys don't like that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's totally cool. Because I'm noticing that their verbiage, the way they're talking to me is that they're so used to women playing small, that when I speak up and say clearly what I would like, for some, it's a little too much. And for the others, they're like, oh my gosh, I love this. I've never met a girl like you. Wow. And then can they sustain it? So there was one guy where he loved it. And then as we kept dating, he didn't like it so much after all. And he's like, you scare me, Joanna. And I'm like, that's it? I scare you? Like scare in a bad way? or He's like, no, scare in a good way. But still, he didn't step up. I'm like, interesting. Scared in a good way. You really like it. So wonderful. Never met a girl like me. Okay. X, 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 X. Got it. But you're still going to run because it freaked him out. Okay. Awesome. Cool. That was his choice. You know, maybe not the guy for me. And I'm learning again, asking questions. What's going on here? Learning the, the psyche about women. I'm like, wow, are we playing so small that we are training these men to also play small with us? So when they come to a, a woman that just says what she would like, it's really simple, is so different. And are we playing small in order to capture the guy? Because I did that. I did that for many, many years. I'll play small. I will get him. I will leash him. And then I'll be my real true self. It's like, what? 
And I'm like, I'm going to be my true self from the first text, from the first phone call. Be my true self. Just last night, I was talking to a guy first time on the phone, and I thought I was being really funny and, you know, whatever. And he's like, he liked it. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he's like, he's all, you're a strong woman, huh? And I'm like, we're only like a couple minutes into the conversation. I said, really? Okay, cool. He's like, I could just tell by your voice or whatever it was. I'm like, oh, okay. And in my, my head, I'm like, oh, I thought I was like really being like kind of like cute and small, or like whatever that was. I'm, I'm saying the, not the energy of the words I would like, but I'm like, oh, see how it's even coming across. It doesn't matter. The energy will come across if you're clear and know what you would like. And he's like, I like you. You're sassy. And I'm like, again, that's sassy by saying what I would like. And I think it's funny. Yet I know some girls out there would take that as like a as a message of to play small and he doesn't like me. And to really choose what you would like is is not the norm in this reality, I think, with women. And I'm like, wow, this is the coolest. I wish I could record this. I wish I could be doing a documentary about this and just interview all these men about all these women that are there dating. This guy's 45 years old, and then he's never met a girl like me. What? You're 45 years old. I'm like, who are you dating? Interesting. Wow. He's like, yeah, they're all like just vanilla. So easy, easy, easy. And then just, and then boom, here comes Joanna. And I'm like, really? So with that being said, I interviewed my dad. I'm like, is it because the way my dad brought me up was, in my opinion, extremely different than how other fathers raise their daughters. And I wanted to share those stories with all of you because I find it highly interesting. And I thought everybody was like this. Everybody was raised like this. And again, learning now that we're we're coming into our own as women and learning these things or unlearning things. And I want to share that with all of you. So I took the week off. I was exhausted. I was sad. And here's the three things that that came up for me when, when this happened. And I want to ask you these three things or give you these three tips that can help you. First one is choose to fall. Fall. Make it ugly. Can you choose to make it ugly? And people might leave and go, this is too much for me. Are you willing to choose that? Or are you going to be exhausted and be pretty for the rest of your life and make things pretty and make things so butterfly wonderful? Are you going to get real? First thing, choose to fall. Second, ask for help. Oh, this is big. I know. I know we've all heard it. Such a cliche. And are you asking for clear help? As soon as this happened, I went to my doctor. I saw my girl, Dr. Sarah, and I said, let's have an appointment. Let's run my blood again. Let's do this. Like, I am willing to put it all on the line and invest and go, I'm asking for help. Help me. She's like, I know this person. I know that person. Great. Help me. I need help. That's the second thing. And the third thing is do something. Choose something. Choose the ugly. Choose something. But if you just keep 
stain in the pretty stain in the everything's fine stain in the let me show everything's wonderful and that's why we're not posting on instagram because unless it's perfect you're not going to post it what if you post the ugly post you without makeup post you when things when you're crying post the ugly and again these are all points of views i don't think they're ugly but in this reality i'm saying the ugly you get what i'm saying i mean i think that's beautiful you without makeup and I love wearing makeup and I will post myself without makeup. You get what I'm saying. So let's go through these three things again. Really knowing when you're trying to be pretty all the time and avoiding the darkness, always the light and avoiding the darkness. And when you want to go into the darkness, first thing is choose to fall, like choose, like, yep, I'm going to fall. Because when you're trying not to fall, that's when you're going to stay only in the light and it's going to be exhausting. Two, ask for help when you fall. If you fall and then don't ask for help, that's why it's exhausting and that's why you don't want to fall. And number three is choose and do something. If you ask for help and then somebody gives you help, choose it. Choose something or choose not to choose the help. But choose something. Do something. Because if you just stay paralyzed in fear and do nothing, then you're never going to move forward. Choice creates awareness. When you make a choice, you will then have awareness and go, oh, okay, I'm going to make a different choice now, or I'm going to make that same choice again. Very important. Girls, let's get real about getting real. Don't just say, I'm so real and I'm vulnerable and this and that, and you're still choosing only the light and everything's pretty all the time. That's going to get exhausting. You are going to just really fall. And that's when like midlife crisis has happened. That's when like stuff hits the fan and you're like, I'm out of here. Or just things change, or maybe you get a divorce and you're like, ah, just it, everything just goes from A to Z. And say, hey, what happened here? Let's go from A to B, B to C. You know, just stay right there. But if we go huge, it's because you've been staying in the light for so long and you are tired. I've been there, I've chosen it. It's not fun. Girls, let's get real about getting real. If any of this resonated with you, Please screenshot this episode, put it up on your Instagram stories and tag me at Joanna Vargas official. Let me know what your takeaway was out of those three. Like, are you going to choose to fall? Are you going to choose to ask for help? And are you going to just choose something and move forward and do it? I would love to hear from you. So, so, so good. Oh my gosh. This chat was so good. This was for me. <laughs> Sometimes I'm talking to myself. When I sit here with this microphone, I see the younger Joanna and I'm talking to her. That's what I'm doing. And if it resonates with you, how freaking cool is that? I love you all. I'm so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Please subscribe and share. Share this with your friends. Let them know if you know somebody that's always living in the light and they're exhausted. Share this with them. I love you. And remember, girls to get back up. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.